This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1138. IELTS advice from an IELTS professional. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. should you start your speaking part two answer? How can you actually use fancy vocabulary instead of only simple words? Get our expert advice on these topics today and more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey, how are you today? I'm excellent. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Um, As this comes out, it will have been my birthday. My birthday is on January 16th. So this episode comes out after that. Um, And we're recording it beforehand because I will be in Palm Springs for my birthday. That's uh, so exciting. the birthday present to myself. I'm meeting my mom and my stepdad in Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I love Palm Springs, except one time I was robbed there. Oh, so, no. <laughs> be careful. I know. We were staying on the first level at a hotel, and we went to a Jim Gaffigan stand-up comedy show, and we came back, and our window was busted. Someone had broken in and stolen a laptop and an iPad, and just, but it was terrible. It was actually really Holy terrible. Holy That's awesome. <laughs> Awful. Oh, and gosh. there was no recourse because they're like, oh, you should have locked stuff up in our safe. We're like, oh. <laughs> oh, well, mm, hopefully, hopefully that won't happen to us. I'll, yes. uh, I'll update you. I'll update you on the <laughs> podcast after Palm Springs to tell you how it's going. Uh, but I know I just can't wait to be warm because right. I live in it Portland, Oregon, and it is freezing here. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Aubrey, what are we sharing with our listeners today? Yeah, so we are going to share three recent questions that listeners have asked us, and Jessica is going to give you her expert examiner advice, feedback, answers to these questions. We know we get lots of questions from you guys, but we do want to let you know you can comment them on videos, on our blog, or you can email us directly at support at allearsenglish.com if you have a question. Yes. And all of today's questions come from YouTube subscribers. So if you are not a subscriber to IELTS Energy TV, make sure you go over there, guys. We have YouTube only video lessons that you can't get on the podcast. They're only on the channel. So check that out. Um, Before we get to these excellent student questions today. I want to remind you guys that Lindsay and I are doing an interactive grammar 
and speaking class. It is a conversation club that we're starting. It is open to everyone all over the world. It is free. There will be breakout rooms, grammar lessons, lots of speaking practice. So come hang out with Lindsay and I live for this amazing grammar and speaking class, guys. Sign up. Go to allearsenglish.com slash open, and we will have two chances to attend on January 25th and 29th. But grab your spot now, guys, because it is limited, the number of students that can come. And it is a free class, so lots of people will be there. Um, So hang out with me and Lindsay. Get a great grammar and speaking lesson for free. Allearsenglish.com slash open. All right, sweet. Um, So what is the first question today? All right. This first question is from Asma. She says, if I couldn't speak properly or couldn't explain properly in the start, and then I speak it properly, what would be the score? So this was a question on a speaking part two video we did on YouTube. So um, I'm pretty sure it's focused on speaking part two. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's a very good thing to think about. How do we begin our part two answer? This is something that you have to plan for because... Otherwise, you could falter, you could hesitate and stutter because you don't know how to begin your answer. And that could affect your fluency score if you are also hesitating and messing up in other parts of the exam. If this is the only time you sort of hesitate and stutter, it won't hurt your score that much, guys, because remember, your score is an overall of your entire speaking performance. So messing up a little bit for a couple seconds is fine. In fact, it's natural. Native speakers do that, right? So instead, let's think about what to plan for. How should we begin our speaking part two answer, Aubrey? Yeah, you don't want to repeat the question like, today I would like to talk about that, right? You want to do it in a more native, natural way. Dive right in with an interesting start. Like, I can't wait to tell you about the first party I ever threw, right? Dive in, tell them you're excited, and that's going to give you great intonation too. You can't use a monotone very easily when you're saying you're excited about something. Yeah, I hope not. That would sound weird. That would be very Um, bad. (laughs) Yeah, just don't use one of these like standard introductions that all students learn and use. I am going to talk about, I will tell you about. Don't say that, you guys. It's so boring. And I mean, natives don't like, I would say that. That's it's weird. Um, So instead, just say how you feel about the topic and be honest. If it is a hard topic, say that, right? Um, It gives you context. It gives you more stuff to say about the topic, and it's a natural way to introduce it. So maybe you're asked to describe a book you've read recently. You could say, um, oh my gosh, I was a little bit terrified when I saw this because I hate to say it, but admittedly, I'm not much of a reader. (laughs) So it just, it gives you more of a natural personal way to introduce your answer. Yes, exactly. And you did make a good point there that if you do say, you know, um, in a monotone, I'm very excited to tell you about the last <laughs> book I read, like you're, you're starting it in an interesting way, but with odd, incorrect 
intonation. And so then it's a problem for your pronunciation score. So you need both, right? And yep. answer it in an interesting way with an appropriate tone. Be excited. Sound excited if you're saying you're excited. And then this is a very high scoring way to start your part two, and you're going to boost all of your scores. Exactly. Exactly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. The next YouTube subscriber that we're going to help out today, um, 2021FM. That's the name. I don't know. Um, but this person asked a bunch of good questions. So this is this first one is about the listening test. Will I get a lower score for wrong spelling in listening and why? Um, Aubrey, what's your answer to that? Yes, unfortunately, spelling does matter on the listening exam. You have to spell words correctly. Now, keep in mind, we get asked this a lot as well. British and American spelling are both acceptable, accurate, right? But if there's a word that's only spelled one way and you spell it incorrectly, your answer will be marked wrong because it's a language exam and spelling yeah. words correctly is part of using a language correctly. Totally. Um, I mean, I agree. Like, it is kind of unfair that it's a listening test, but it's also a spelling test. I get that. Um, yeah. If I were to design a test, maybe I wouldn't make it like that, right? Make it more specifically like, did you understand? Not can you spell February? <laughs> um, but that's not the way it is on IELTS, guys. So yes, you have to spell the word correctly in order for it to be counted as correct on the listening test. But like Aubrey said, both British and American spellings are accepted. Okay. Um, all right. Let's do one more question here, Aubrey. What else did 2021 FM ask us? Okay. The question was, I know lots of words in English, but I'm using simple words all the time during speaking and writing. Mm. What should I do? So this is the deal for everyone, guys, even native speakers. Our receptive vocabulary, meaning the words that we can understand, is always bigger than our productive voc vocabulary or the words we use. Um, I know, again, even as a native speaker, if I'm reading a book, I'm going to be reading words that I definitely know what they mean, but I don't actually use them when I'm speaking or writing myself, right? So just first of all, be aware that that is the situation for everyone. But here's what you guys need to think about. How do we turn our receptive vocabulary into our productive vocabulary? Because you can't just use simple words on IELTS speaking and writing, or your vocab will not be higher than a six. We must use some at least interesting idioms, interesting phrasal verbs in order to get a seven or higher for vocab. So Aubrey, what is one habit our students can start adopting to be able to use more interesting vocab? You want to narrow down how many words you're trying to learn a day. Don't try to memorize a long list. Totally. It's not possible you won't be able to actually use them. So instead, when you listen to a podcast or read an article, choose three or four interesting words that you think could be helpful on IELTS, add them to a vocabulary notebook 
with the sentence in context. Add a sentence that means something to you so that you're sure that you understand how to use them. And then use them right away in your practice essays, in your speaking sample, in conversations with friends so that you get used to using them and you'll actually have them mastered on test day and you'll know that you can use them correctly. Exactly, exactly, guys. That is the big magic secret right there is you have to use it. That's it. Like that is it. Now, how you use it, you can get creative with that. There's a bunch of different ways you can approach that. Um, But when I'm doing teacher training, this is like my number one motto. I'm always telling teachers, teach it, use it, teach it, use it. Everything you teach, you have to have your students use it immediately. So even if it's like a word, a grammar point, right? We can't just, you know, memorize a hundred words and use them all immediately, like Aubrey said. So focus on one or two interesting phrases. Put them up on your refrigerator. Take some lipstick and write it on your bathroom mirror and (laughs) make yourself use these words out loud every time you see it. Um, So like I said, I mean, make make this, this stage your own. Make this practice of using it your own. Be creative. Um, Go for a walk and challenge yourself to use this phrase in five new sentences. You know, say it out loud while you're walking. Um, Just make sure no matter what you're doing, you have to use it. That's the only way you're going to be able to remember it and then produce it on the exam. Yes, exactly. And that's what we want, right? We want you to be on test day, the high level vocabulary using, we want you to be so confident that you're using it accurately. Don't take risks on test day with vocab you haven't really practiced and might not be in the right context. That's just going to pull down your scores. So do the preparation, be ready in advance so that on test day, you know you're using it correctly. And guys, uh, this is a great segue into reminding you about our conversation club for grammar and speaking, guys, because we are going to teach you one specific grammar point that textbooks often teach wrong. They don't give you the right idea of how natives actually use this specific grammar structure. So Lindsay and I are going to teach you this grammar structure as well as give you questions to answer, role plays to practice this grammar point. So that is a great way to use new language so you actually remember it. So don't forget to sign up, guys, allearsenglish.com slash open. This is the first class we've ever done like this, this wide open grammar and speaking class with a bunch of students. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. So sign up allearsenglish.com slash open. Yes, um, awesome. I can't wait yeah. to hear about it. I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so fun. Um, and if you guys have questions, come to our YouTube channel, subscribe IELTS Energy TV and leave your question in the comments. Awesome. So fun. Thanks for all those expert answers, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. All right, Aubrey, have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.